1: Big old banner headlines. We'll get back into some of those in a minute. I do want to say this one more time. We know I'm getting reached out to you by just dozens and dozens of people that are hearing the volume inconsistency on some of our apps. And uh, most of our shows, folks have talked about this today. They're working on it. It's one of those ghosts in the system. We put that digital signal out and it is picked up by third-party carriers. If you're listening on TuneIn or iHeart, of course, we've got our own app we prefer to use uh, that's a little more direct to us. We have a little more control over. And it could be a third-party issue. It could be with the app. It could be with something that's uh, coming out of uh, our signal. And they're trying to work that out without completely taking the signal down. So we'd, we'd rather have that than an interruption. So yeah, we know about it. I even sent a note to Val a couple of days ago because I noticed it and didn't know she was already working on it. So yeah, we do. And look, thank you for letting us know because, uh, you know, your real friends will let you know if you walk out with your pants unzip, got a booger hanging out of your nose or something like that, That that's a real friend's going to tell you. They're not trying to embarrass you. So thanks for telling us. We consider y'all friends. Um, but yeah, they are working on it. Hopefully they'll get that worked out pretty soon. And appreciate y'all listening on the apps. Axiom Tax Resolution Group bringing this show tonight. Let me talk about them real quick. Axiom is just so good. Uh, that is Perry Cronin. He is Axiom. He's the CPA and the owner. And he set up Axiom a long time ago just to help people with finding and removing, uh, well, with 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 uh, fighting with the IRS. In uh, this time of year, is we all start getting our tax stuff done. We're going through our uh, receipts and trying to get ready for another deadline. Some of y'all are really dreading it because you got problem from past tax years. You don't have to dread it. You don't have to freak out. Let them help. They know what to do It acts him. This is why they set it up to deal with the IRS. They're actually programs uh, that if, you know, honestly, if the IRS knows you're not running from them and trying to hide, they back off. And, once you assert your rights, they back off and then you got a little space to breathe and think and negotiate with them and get that thing settled, get it off your back and move on in life. And that's, that's always a good thing. So reach out to Perry and let him help. He's local. And I like that because you'll see uh, TV ads for uh, organizations that claim they can get you tax relief. Y'all, I mean, you do your thing, but you're calling an 800 number. That's probably a referral service and somebody reading you a script. And they're going to hand you off to some CPA that's subscribed, and they're going to get a cut. And you don't even know who you're talking to. You wind up talking to somebody in Oregon or Pakistan to help you with your taxes. When I recommend Perry to you, you're going to work with Perry. This is the man himself. He lives here in Birmingham, as evidenced by the fact that his website is 205tax.com. It's our area code and the word tax. That's easy enough to remember. The phone number is 872-1100. Let him help. Let him explain the programs to you, get you some relief, be your professional. He knows who to talk to, how to talk to him, how to work this stuff out. I wouldn't even know where to start. It's a doggone federal government. Who do you even reach out to to get this going? Perry does this all the time for uh, business filings as well as personal filings. He can handle all the the stuff, Chapter S, all these things that are out there and available. So reach out to Perry. Let him help. Again, 205tax.com. The phone number is 872-1100. All right, so as we get cranked back up one more time about the, I think the Biden document story has just superseded everything else in the news because it's so um, infuriating on a number of levels. Number one, they're not going to charge the guy. We kind of didn't expect them to, but then they produced the pictures of the sloppy way this guy was handling things. And then it reminds you of all the lies they told and all the people that ran to his defense when he mishandled the classifieds. Because they were so busy trying to make the Trump case a serious case, and it's still not. They were trying to pretend that, that nuclear secrets were on the line, and this guy was a traitor, and they're still not. And by the way, nobody's ever accused Trump of making a dime off trading access to our government. Um, Biden has been accused of that, and along with his son. And so while he's also selling access, he's got these documents at his house, and he's had them for years. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to read the whole 300 pages because it came out right before we hit the air. So I'm relying on others that are going through it and posting about it uh, for my information. And, uh, dude, um, in the documents, they show us the crappy boxes next to all the junk in his garage. Um, a lot of people have seen Biden's junk, but not like today. That's rim shot stuff right there. AJ. uh, but anyway, um, So we're looking at these flimsy boxes where he haphazardly had these things sitting around, at least in the garage shots and some of the other shots where they found them. That's part of the report. But at the end, and again, I'm just saying this because it's top of mind. I don't know if any other people that have analyzed this have made the comparison, but it's just like what they did with Hillary. They acknowledge that there were problems. I don't know if they actually call it a crime in the report you would think they implied that he broke the law because they go on to reason why they wouldn't prosecute you wouldn't prosecute if you didn't break the law right that'd be the excuse we're not going to prosecute because he didn't break a law that'd be the easy summation but no, in the summation they say well you know we wouldn't bring this case because he's feeble that he can't remember uh, conversations uh, that he just had with certain people that he can't remember being vice president they say it right there in the document he doesn't remember when his son died And they put all that in there in the report, which puts this into the stratosphere of a whole other conversation about the presidency and about the future campaign of Joe Biden. So you got the legal analysis of why a prosecutor would spend all this time clearly finding that the guy had mishandled these documents and really took them willfully, is what I understand from a New York Post story. The headline is Biden willfully kept classified info. Uh, but would come off before a jury as an elderly man with a poor me- memory at trial. And so they, they don't want to prosecute him because he'd just be too sympathetic and they probably wouldn't win. Now, you know, look, I get it. Prosecutors have to weigh these decisions all the time. Not only should we bring the case, but could we win? And if you ask me, that should be a decision that's mostly on the civil side of our system. Because, you know, you're, you're usually fighting over money and compensation in those cases damages, all that stuff. In the case of justice, in the case of wrongs have been done to the public, that should be enough to pursue the case. I don't care who the defendant is or what you think the outcome would be, let the jury figure it out. Because it's not like they cut him a plea deal. It's not like they said, well, we probably couldn't win if we went in front of a jury because he's going to be seen as a doddering sad sack old man. Uh, So why don't we just let him cut, cut, cut a plea, we'll do that and keep that in our pocket and Make him think we'd take him to trial. That's how you get some punishment out of this guy, but this Robert Hur put out what some are reporting is a bombshell report. Bombshell's an overused word, but it's still in there uh, in the reporting saying that, uh, you know, this was a mess. He did wrong, but we're not going to prosecute him. Um, they said that um, he may have had documents that go back 36 years which means he was a United States senator, making this case much more egregious than uh, anything they came after Trump with. Number one, he never had a right to do this stuff. He was never cleared to remove classified documents. Number two, his storage of the documents was, was much more insecure than Mar-a-Lago with the Secret Service standing around. Uh, number three, I mean, you can keep going with reasons why he should have been prosecuted. But the, now, let's switch from the case itself, because you knew they were going to give the guy a pass, to how they framed giving him a pass. And then you talk about the President of the United States, basically, if you want to put your own words on it, is too incompetent to stand trial and to be convicted. But he's the President. Right now, he's in the midst of world turmoil uh, war in the Middle East, potential war with China and Taiwan, every damn thing else that's happening. We're being invaded. The economy sucks. All these other myriad problems that we're having, constitutional issues over that immigration issue between the federal government, Texas, the list goes on. He's been certified in a federal court filing to be too uh, frail and incompetent and forgetful to be a defendant, but he, he's still the president. So, uh, So we move on to... The state of the presidency, that can be read into this document. And then you leapfrog forward into the fact that he's also a candidate for president. Let's talk about that for a minute. His candidacy uh, is in peril now, too. And I don't know that the Democrats are they have a problem with this. This narrative gives them, I talked about this last hour, third-party verification to say, see, well, you know, it's not just us. We're not just, it's in the report. So maybe we need to look at somebody else. Now, y'all know my theory about it. I'll repeat it. We got a lot of new people that pipe in at at five o'clock. Um, to go ahead and and say that now, and to get him to step down as a candidate now, invites a contest, which is less controllable. It invites yahoos to run, it invites the ambitious, and invites people uh, who knows who. And then they got their own party fight going over here while the while the Republicans have consolidated. Behind Trump, they don't want that. What they want is to handpick somebody they can control, handpick somebody that would be a fresh face. And this is where Democrats get an advantage at some point. Think about it. Trump's over here fighting off the world to stay out of prison for made-up charges to unfair judges and unfair juries in Democrat jurisdictions. Now, those cases are all having their own problems as they move along. And some of them may not even get adjudicated before we have an election. But they're hanging out there, and the disruption continues. Even though they've actually galvanized Trump's core base, Trump's out there trying to uh, be a candidate. He was a candidate today. He's got a prime uh, caucus tonight in Nevada. But um, here come the Democrats with the bait and switch. They get a fresh face come August. If you ask me, they're going to do it at the convention, and they do the flip at the convention, pull somebody off the floor. It looks like a savior. It looks like somebody, that. oh, thank God, we've got, op- we got options. It's not feeble men, and it's not orange men, it's whoever. It's the candidate it used to be a man. Whoever they put up. And so here we sit to let this drama play out and largely out of control of the actual voters. This election is in the hands of prosecutors, the Supreme Court, rogue judges, random juries, uh, and in this case, uh, delegates that, again, come out of nowhere, part of the party infrastructure on the other side, it's the most bizarre election year. Look, we 16 was unconventional. 20 was a disaster and, and was as a point of demarcation in the history of this country that began a lot of things sliding downhill on a number of fronts. But 24, it's either going to be the funniest thing that's ever happened in this country or all hell just breaks loose by the time we go to the polls because of the way this is all being handled. This is not our way in this country. This is not the American way. The prosecutions, the ballot access case, by the way, I didn't even get into that yet this hour Oral arguments before the Supreme Court today, by all indications of those who sat in the courtroom. And I listened to the audio most of the morning. I heard almost all of it. It went off into voodoo technical land for a while that most pedestrian observers would not have uh, even understood. It got over my head two or three times about actionable, uh, whether the, uh, whether the provision of the Constitution was self-actionable, all that stuff. But at the end, and, and by the way, I heard Dershowitz say this, and I think he's correct. Trump's attorneys didn't do a good job. They did a horrible job. They, they presented a technical argument when they should have been a little more broad. And, and speaking of the danger to our republic and the constitutional arguments, nonetheless, the justices themselves stepped in and asked the right questions and put it in the right uh, sort of the right framework. And by doing so, telegraph their uh, opinions about the case even being brought in front of them. And if you go on court history, they don't want to disrupt an election with a, a landmark ruling that's going to do something we've not always done. It's just not the nature of the court to allow this kind of unconventional, unhistoric, unprecedented uh, access to be cut off by a state which would affect the other states. So they look very much like they're going to rule against Colorado some experts say it'll be minimally a 7-2 decision. And even some on the left thinking it's going to be 9-0. It's a slam dunk, which was said the minute Colorado pulled this stunt. It is a stunt, and it is a waste of the court's time. It's a challenge to the republic. It is foolish, and it's election interference. These people are trying to circumvent our process because they don't have confidence in their own side. They just don't. They can't argue the merits of their policies anymore. That's why they want censorship. They don't want anybody else arguing the merits, so they want to use third-party censorship using the private sector. They're losing their minds that you might actually get some perspective from the guy on the other side of the Ukraine conflict, just as the Senate votes for more funding for Zelensky, who's out of people to fight the war. They don't want you to hear the other side of that argument. Not that Putin's right. Putin doesn't have to be right, but I'm interested in people's perspective, especially since the guy is of consequence uh, to the world right now and the disposition of his country is of great consequence to the world. So all this stuff going down today, the Supreme Court case, this Biden filing, and man, it's only February. <laughs> we don't know where stuff goes from here forward. Next week, we got the Fannie, uh, the Fanny Willis drama as they try to remove her from prosecuting the case and could consequentially have the whole case thrown out because it was poisonous to begin with. That case is the fruit of a poisonous tree that is the Fulton County DA's office. If you ask me, and I don't know who asked me, but I said it anyway. 545, what do y'all think about all this stuff? Anything else on your mind, we'll talk about it. 545-9950 will we get cranked up here in the 5 o'clock hour. Alabama Gold Refinery, bringing you the show tonight. AGR, those are my folks over there. Steve said, he reached out to me the other day and said, those Trump head coins are selling like crazy. They're almost gone. Y'all need to get in there and get you one. Uh, Or two or three they're 30 bucks they're one ounce silver so uh, pretty close to the price of silver right now but you get the novelty value of the coin it's Trump on one side the White House on the other a fun novelty to have for a number of reasons in your life good for a little uh, inexpensive gift giving too and you've got the weight value you've got actual silver so pretty cool so get in there and get them while you can get them because the mint only sends uh, AGR so many of these and then they're gone And you pretty much have to do it in person. I don't know. You could reach out on the phone and and Steve would arrange something. But I'd go on in there. Because the shop's cool. Steve's advice is really uh, amazing. This guy is so good at understanding his industry. And it's a fair place for you to bring your stuff in to sell it. Or to go in there and buy gold, silver, platinum, whatever. It's a precious metals business. This ain't no pawn shop. These are quality folks uh, that are there for you in a safe environment to do these kind of transactions. By the way, there's no... Sales tax, the exemption law that got passed a few years, knocked out the uh, sales tax on gold bullion here in the state. And there's an incentive to do this locally as well. So it's Alabama Gold Refinery. They're crossing the big, tall regions building in Homewood. If you're on 29th at 31, right there in that little corner, you'll see them across from regions. AGR, Alabama Gold Refinery, Alabama Gold Refinery. All right, y'all. Danny Knowles is over at the Knowles Group. Y'all, let's talk about your money for a minute. Okay, we got a lot of turbulence this year. We're heading into uncharted territory, but you don't want to be foolish and put your money under a mattress. You can still have strategic advice to be able to place your assets in a defensive posture to ride out the ups and downs. Let your money keep working for you. Danny's been doing this for folks. I love it that one of our regulars called in the other day and said, her quote was, she got a raise from Danny. And what she meant was her money, she's already retired and she's drawing from her retirement funds. And the funds were so productive under Danny's guidance that her pay went up and the principal is still remaining. She's not still drawing down on it. That, that Her money's working for her. And that's ultimately what you want. If you're on either end of the equation, just starting out and you want aggressive growth because you're trying to build uh, your NASDAQ, or you're on the other end you just don't want to lose it because you you're ready for your money to do the work and for it to be okay, Danny's the kind of guy that can help you figure that out. I've known him since we were kids. We grew up together, graduated high school together. Been friends the whole time, and I and that's enough for me to say, hey, he's a good guy. Go sit down with him. Now it's up to you to decide if it's a fit, and it's up to him to look at your goals and see if he can help. But that just means y'all need to get the meeting going. So reach out to him; he'll come hang out with you. Y'all can come hang out with him, and he'll have you. Uh, he'll have that kind of personal touch that you want when it comes to sensitive stuff like your money. Danny Knowles, he's uh, he is the Knowles group. I guess he got his sons in there too, and their names Knowles. Uh, I love that, that our boys are all grown up and little men now. Uh, those guys are sharp, too. They're just so sharp, and they've learned from the best. It's the thenolesgroup.com, N-O-L-E-S, com. All right, one more thought or two about the Supreme Court case, and then uh, we'll get some calls in here in just a minute and see what else, what else we can get going. Um, during the case, most of us, while they spent a lot of time on technical arguments, they were tediously going through... Uh, case precedent and stuff from the 1870s uh, after the Civil War and why that provision of the Constitution was even in there in the first place. First place, And all it was was they put it in there to keep people that had just uh, been involved in orchestrating the Civil War, not a three-hour protest, but the Civil War uh, to keep them from ever uh, being elected uh, to high office in the United States. That's what that was. So it's almost a moot uh, provision of the Constitution that's seldom been used. The minute we started getting treated to the word insurrection over and over again, it's an unusual word that we don't use a lot. And in my experience in modern politics has barely ever been used for any reason. Why were they using that word? So I, I was curious about it. And this is when my, my theory sort of immediately became they're going to this old, faded part of the Constitution. Not that it's not valid. And with a stretch of logic, trying to set Trump up to disqualify him through the Constitution. Largely, it failed because there never was an insurrection. They tried to frame one. The FBI planted bombs, planted people, put people inside the Capitol. They opened the door, shot at the crowd, tried to provoke them inside so they could declare an insurrection. But nobody's ever been charged with an insurrection. And today in the hearings, uh, it was uh, Kavanaugh who asked the lead attorney for Colorado, they said, you know, uh, they're saying if you are convicted of an insurrection, then you're disqualified, right? And the lawyer said, yeah. He was, but President Trump hasn't even been charged with an insurrection, which he hasn't. They're playing loose with the Constitution and that word, and they just, it was a giant whiff today, and, and good. I don't think this strategy has worked at all. Live, talk five. Hey, let's talk to Thomas over at Stockton Mortgage. Get a good word from him tonight as folks are making their plans this year, doing their projects. I got one going on right now. I'm actively, well, I guess uh, passive aggressively <laughs> working with Thomas <laughs> and his team try to figure my project out. I'm getting closer, uh, Thomas. I think, I think I've think i got a rough budget coming. I got an architect getting ready to draw stuff. We're going to be over there soon
2: making plans. Well, that's, that's fantastic, man. You know, we're always here to help. Always here to help. And you know it's always good to you know to have those plans and and uh, just have have a, a good idea of what you're wanting to do, and if you're not, you know you can always sit down with us just like you did. Come in, sit down, talk with us. We're always happy to help and just help you map out what you're what you're wanting to do. Um, you know whether it be you know a home purchase or you know a refinance. Try to help you uh, figure out your budget on on the, saving you some money with a refinance. We can do that. Or on your next build, we can, you know, because we can do uh, a brand new construction from the ground up. If you're into, if you have a piece of land that you're looking at that you want to build a home on, we can do new construction. So, you know, whatever your desire is, whether you want to buy or build or refinance, we can we can handle it here at Stockton Mortgage. We're always here to help. So give us a call 205 or save with Stockton com.
1: You know, Thomas, you brought up uh, the other day about the credit card debt, and I I keep seeing um, all these headlines about this massive credit card debt that's going on in the country. If you look at the whole country, and now we're starting to see defaults, and I would just (laughs) encourage the audience, before you take a hit by defaulting on your credit card, because I know it's overwhelming with those 20, 30% interest rates. um, There may be ways to use your mortgage to still get that debt paid off and not screw up your credit by letting a credit card company take a hit or go. There are these, I'm going to warn you too, there are these settlement companies out there that sort of front themselves. And Thomas, these are my words. I'm not speaking for you, but they'll front themselves as offering sort of a loan package and they'll Mm -hmm. send it to you in the mail. But what they're doing is trying to get you to, to welch on your debts. And they say they're going to go settle them and close them. And then you're paying them for the next five or six years, uh, a fee that looks like a deal for you, but it will wreck your credit. And a better way to do that
2: is to use your mortgage. Correct. What they're doing is they're negotiating a lower balance. They're negotiating a, a settlement amount. Uh, say, let's say you owe $5,000 on a credit card. They're negotiating to pay $2,000 on it. Well, they're going to write off that other amount. Well, guess what? That, that's going to be reported on your credit, which is going to affect your credit score, forever. Uh, so if you have equity in your home or before you contact those companies and you have equity, give us a call. Let us sit down first before you go to that extreme. Let it, let us take a look at it. See what we can do. You know, those companies are out there. They they provide a great service. But if you have equity, there's no reason to go to that extreme. Um, you know, if you can put it, we can put a plan together to, to keep you from having to direct your credit. Um, it it would be a better uh, a better avenue for you to use your equity in your home, save your credit, and just save yourself some some money because ultimately that's what it's all about getting you in a position and lowering your stress and and where you can save money and get your budget in order. Yep, and that's what and we're here to do.
1: And because I'll just that. warn people before you get stuck on the phone with these folks, read the fine print on those mailers because down at the bottom they have to acknowledge that they are a debt settlement company and then not offering yep. you a loan. Right. And, and that's just, that's a dangerous place. Cause the first bad advice they're going to give you is just quit paying on your cards. We'll handle it. And yep. you're, you're screwed after that. And so be smart about that's it right. and, a, and a payback with a real mortgage, a 30 year fixed, um, uh, as part of a, uh, you know, an equity line or whatever, whatever you are is going to work out with Thomas a lot more manageable and you actually get it paid back rather than the, uh, the black right. hole that is the credit card.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And because, you know if once you go that route uh those debt settlement companies it's going to affect you you know it may be a, a a band-aid to the problem right now but let's say 6 months from now you know you're you know you need a new car or you or your kids go to college you need a student loan or you need whatever it is or you want to buy a new house well guess what you're not going to be able to do that because now your credit score is low uh because of whatever because of all of that,
1: because
2: because of that debt settlement. It will affect you moving forward. It will affect, you know, low credit can affect your insurance payments, your insurance rates, believe it or not, Uh, your insurance, your car insurance, your home insurance, your credit score can affect a lot of different things, not just your interest rate on, uh, on your mortgage or on your credit cards. It can affect lots of different things. So give us a call. We're here to help. We're here to answer any questions. I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about any of your financial things. If I can't answer it, I will find out and give you a call and uh, give you a call back. So give us a call again, um, 205-859-8859 or savewithstockton.com, and uh, we're always here happy to help.
1: Hey, Thomas, good word tonight. I appreciate you spending a little extra time with us. That stuff's very much in the news right now.
0: All right, our, Stockton,
1: SaveWithStockton.com, SaveWithStockton.com. Appreciate you there, uh, Thomas over at Stockton. All right, uh, let me go back to, Lord, I could just talk about both the Supreme Court case today and uh, this, Biden, um, this Biden report over to Congress. They're both, in their own way, just so heavy and absurd at the same time. Uh, I'm getting some sort of transcript-type type stuff starting to be reported online now from people who have gone back through the back and forth today. I just had the audio on and trying to do tasks while I was listening to it and keep my mind on something. And uh, here, here's a back, here's an exchange. Here's a little transcript. This just tells you how bad it was for the bedwetters. You know, tonight they got to go on their TV shows and, and those vapid spokespeople for Biden have got to both talk about this case and talk about that a uh, special prosecutor just found Biden was too feeble uh, to be part of a case they got to spend that some way or another. That'll be fun. Go ahead and put the popcorn uh, in the kettle soon. It's going to be a fun night or day. Here's an exchange. Clarence Thomas, do you have any examples historically of leading national candidates getting kicked off the ballot? Uh, the Colorado lawyer, he had panic in his voice. He goes, uh, well, uh, then he didn't say anything. And then Clarence Thomas said, do you have any examples? And the Colorado uh, lawyer representing Colorado, I think his name was Jason Murray, he said, um, there aren't any examples. So that doesn't mean from time to time the court will do things that are unprecedented at all. But in the case of a national election over president and they want to do something like this with the stretch of the Constitution, it was a bad day. That dude was, he had smoke coming off of him when he walked out of there. That Colorado lawyer, it was bad. And again, the analysis from people that are legal nerds that understand it didn't think Trump's lawyers argued the proper case or either did so effectively. But he's still going to wind up with probably a 7-2 decision, if not better. To the phones real quick, here's Jeff. Uh, says he's in Indiana. What's up, Jeff?
0: Hey, Leland. Hey, Hey I uh, wonder if you're agree with, in agreement with me that, that this is how the Democrats are going to take Biden off the ticket you know, with this uh, prosecutor basically saying he's a doddering old man with dementia.
1: Yeah, I've been talking about that a lot. I know folks just tune in at the five o'clock show. That's immediately what I read into it. This is a third, this is sort of what we call third party verification of what we all know, and they don't need to be the ones saying it. So now they've got something, at least behind the scenes, to start making the case to shove him off. I just don't think they'll do it right now, uh, even though this has got some heat on it. They got to get through their convention process. Well, they got to get through a good portion of their primary, or they're going to have a real campaign battle that drains resources, and they don't get to handpick. So, they won't do anything till after Super Tuesday on March the fifth, and then watch them because between then and sometime in July, they're going to do a switcheroo.
0: Oh yeah, because the thing about it is, as long as he was ahead of the Trump in the polls, they was going to keep him because he's controllable. I don't, you know. Th- he's never made a decision since he's been president. He's always been told what to do. So I don't really know who this shadow president is, but uh, I'd sure like to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> it might it's, be the guy doing the teleprompter or something, you know, they need to play um, tell to the chief when this guy walks in. <laughs> well, all I got
1: news do is if you could take a picture of Barack Obama's ass and, and examine the lip prints, you'd know exactly who, uh, who these people are. Um, so exactly. look, look, um, I don't think they ever were going to run this guy again. They've, it's been frustrating for them to try to pretend uh, and put him out on the world stage for three straight years now and everything's falling apart around them. So the good part about it is they want to destroy things here in the country and they've got a, somebody to shift the blame to while they continue the dumb things like the import of millions of people and uh, the poor economic spending and, and siding with Iran in the Middle East. Those are perverted ideas that came right out of the Obama administration. So now Obama gets to have his way without taking the blame because he ain't in there. He's got a little sock puppet out there mouthing, making words. But sooner or later, his usefulness is gone. This report doesn't help. And now the question is who do they replace him with? And I guess whoever they is may know who they because want. I'm not sure Kamala, who it is.
0: Kamala, yeah, Kamala Harris is not going to be president. I mean, uh, unless he dies before the <laughs> before Yeah, they can God get help living. us all. That's the oh, God. Which one's worse?
1: Oh. <laughs> Which one's worse, a guy who is absolutely, uh, has full, full-on dementia right now and doesn't know where the bathroom is, or Kamala?
0: Well, you know, uh, I, my contention is, you know, they, uh, they need to, you know, how they do the uh, sign language behind when the president speaks and stuff, you know. Yep. I think we need to have a, a, a Biden interpreter for Bidenese that, you know, tell us in in plain language what he's trying to say when he says, I have hairy legs and stuff. Uh, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Some
1: subtitles. Yeah.
0: And a word salad, uh, uh, somebody who can uh, unravel a, Kamala's word salads too, you know, he might need a sushi chef or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you need that little dizzy symbol that that just spins in a circle on the screen while she's talking so you don't feel crazy, you know, that that's just sort of a public service announcement that this is going in a complete circle and it'll never go anywhere. She's like getting on a merry-go-round. You can ride for a long time but you get on exactly where you got off.
0: Yeah, the the problem I see with it though is, is that the controllers who's controlling Biden now though, if he's out and if Harris would Somehow get in there, like I say. if he assumes room temperature before the term's over. Mm. Uh, I'm not so sure they can, tr- can control her because uh, she's, well, she's a, cognitive, but she doesn't have any thoughts in the head. She's so.
1: a maniac, and she can't keep live. staff. The Official inside Washington, this is not somebody just taking shots because I don't agree with her politics. People on her side despise this woman. She runs roughshod over people. Her reputation is she's too lazy to prepare, and then when she comes out and looks unprepared, she blames her staff. She's had massive turnover. She's just not a good manager of people or motivator of people around her. And that's what happens when you pick somebody that hadn't earned the spot. She was, she was picked for identity reasons, and she didn't have the background to be in that spot, but there she sits.
0: Yeah. Uh, what we have now is, and you may want to look the word up, but it's a cacristocracy.
1: Okay, spell that. We're
0: led a- <laughs> K-A- oh, K Lord. I can't. I can't remember how it's spelled, but it, it's called cacristocracy. and it means that we're being led by the the, the basically the stupidest among us, the worst candidates oh, yeah. among us. You know, that, so that's basically what that word means. So. We need to start referring to it as the Biden aristocracy from now on because it's it's, it's a descriptive word of what it is.
1: I'm making notes right now. We'll start using it just to confuse people. All right, buddy. Good, <laughs> good call, Jeff. Have a good one. So Leland. are you in Indiana? That's You're better. calling from
0: Indiana? I go from Indiana to uh, just south of Huntsville. I'm back. Okay. I'm an right. idiot truck driver. so
1: <laughs> Be careful out there, man. Appreciate I'm what all. you do.
0: Thank you, buddy. Have a good right. one.
1: There's Jeff. He's about to tell me a story, and I cut him off. That good Okay. All right. Look, appreciate you, Jeff, and all you guys that they're getting our stuff up and down the roads. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Let me reset a few things. We we'll can get a few more calls in. We'll try to do that. It has been a super fast show. Who knows what tomorrow brings this. This has been a big day uh, in a big year, 2024. Leland live talking to 99.5. All right, y'all. 552 Leland live talking to 99.5 getting ready to wrap things up. Crocker moving services, final sponsor up today. This is my moving company. And I've used them a couple of times. They're just so helpful. And my favorite part, and I tell you this almost every um, time we mention them, is the two-hour thing. Uh, a couple summers ago, as you know, I had a big old safe um, that I needed moved. And that thing was just dead weight. It was nearly 1,000 pounds. Uh, I didn't know that when I bought it. I didn't even think about it. I just saw a sale on it. And I said, I'll take it. And then <laughs> then it the goes like, how are you going to move it? And I was like, I don't know. Called Crocker, and they were like, we got you so i didn't know how long it took to do it and i thought it'd be more than two hours but i know they got the two hour minimum and to me that's fair come on come all the way out to my house and bring those guys um and so boy they came and they were done i think in an hour and a half and it wasn't easy i had to do some stuff take some doors down it just there were some corners to turn but they had all the tricks they had the right tools and technology and i liked watching eric sort of be a marine he was giving he'd gather his guys and say all right we're going to do this then we're going to pivot we're going to five feet we're going to stop and they and he'd say does everybody understand they'd go yes sir and then they'd all do it he'd get in there with them and they would do it exactly like he directed and then they'd stop and think it through and it took something like that to make this happen And, and i tell you that backstory to say uh his marine training one we respect that but secondly it's the perfect training for a logistics company for somebody that moves your stuff from a to b it's you got to be decisive you got to execute it you got to try not tear stuff up i don't know how they did it they didn't damage a thing my whole house this thing got into its little corner and uh, i appreciated it so much worth every dime and they didn't even take two hours Uh, i've seen them do apartment moves whole apartments in under two hours from place to place so you can get a lot done in two hours and some of you just have that single project like me where you don't need You don't need to book a moving company for an entire day and all those people. You just got to get your project done. So they stagger out their resources and get it done. Good for them. That's so awesome. It's Crocker Moving Services. We trust them to come to your house. So book them and get that project planned out. They'll give you estimates and get you going. CrockerMovingServices.com CrockerMovingServices.com Well, amongst all the other things that we've gotten into today, just we had to go heavy on the two biggies, the two big stories. Um, let me get this in there just to sometimes some of the dumb things that come at us start on the West Coast. They just do. And it's not always California. They're just weird. Out They're just weird. They're just weird. You ever traveled out there? Nice. They can be nice and weird at the same time. You run into the nicest people. They get the dumbest ideas. Sometimes they actually try to put this stuff into legislation. So these people are, are they have, they've got climate anxiety. They've been driven manic by these people that worship their theory about us actually affecting the climate, which is silly. And so they had something in Washington State called House Build 2262. <laughs> it, I, I'm trying to even understand it myself, but I'm going to try to read it to you. Read reads you the, what happens. is They wanted to ban most of the tires, car tires, truck tires, the rubber tires on your vehicle. They wanted to ban those for something they've come up with called Low-rolling resistance tires on at least passenger vehicles. Um, I'm trying to figure out what that is. Is it plastic? Like those hard plastic wheels like on a kid's wagon? I don't know. So they wanted everybody to have to ride on those things, and other tires would be banned because I guess they're, one's worse for the environment than the other. Are the wheels made out of hemp? I, I don't know why, why one would be more effective. So it went down in flames, but they're still... Uh, interested in bringing it back anybody caught violating the tire ban would be subject to a fine of ten thousand dollars per occurrence and i don't know if that's just the installers or the people with those tires on their cars. you'd be driving through washington state i don't know how they differentiate between residents and tourists the good thing is even in washington uh that failed even with seattle dying and chaos in their biggest city where they've got a lot of uh, legislative support so now i'd never even considered they're coming after our car tires they're coming after rubber tires that's the new enemy of the people and i'm sure it'll go the same way paper straws went uh (laughs) the paper straws that come in a plastic sleeve y'all ever notice that at some of these restaurants (laughs) i'm like dude seriously
2: um yeah you gotta drink your drink fast too with those paper straws those things will not last
1: oh yeah man they need viagra after about uh 30 minutes they just they, they ain't doing it so uh yeah all right so um yeah so the thing failed and that's all you need to know about it these idiots can't quit coming up with bad ideas um let's do another story i'm trying to hit all these stories out of our states maine and i mentioned this at the first of the show there are continued efforts to go into the voter rolls in this country and vet them, audit them and see what's phony about them. y'all that's how you that's how you stop this stuff. You can't wait till election day and then try to go to courts and get them to overturn things or dig into voters' uh, privacy. You can get people off those rolls because they're not on the roll, they can't get a ballot. So in Maine, they were forced to based on it was a. US Court of Appeals in Boston that said the Constitution does allow federal law does allow public inspection of the voter rolls. And so the Democrats didn't want to turn that over. Now look, Maine's largely a blue state and a super small state, but it's an important precedent. It's an important ruling. I hope that one goes to the Supreme Court. And the thing to point out here in the story is that it wasn't the Republican Party. It wasn't some ballot security operation. It was a private group called the Public Interest Legal Foundation. They're based in Virginia. You've got groups like Landmark Legal and others uh, that are going out there on a daily basis and spending resources to go to court to get access so they can go through these voter rolls. And I hope they're doing it in strategic spots, but I think we need to do it in all 50 states just to prove how much fraud's in our system. We'll talk about that on another day when we're not so doggone busy and got to get out of here. Stay tuned for breaking bread. I'm going to go uh, watch the Tucker interview and tend to my giant bonfire out right here in the woods. It's still burning, AJ. I may be up all night.
2: Oh, Tucker, fire, fire and yeah. bourbon. Man, yeah. so good night.
0: America.
2: <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you tomorrow. In the meantime, in between time, stay tuned for Breaking Bread and always remember to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash, wash yo hands. hands. Goodbye, AJ.
1: Hey everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game, every day, plus bonus shows
0: on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy
1: NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen.